What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, a podcast for all things nerdy, all things gaming, basically all things awesome. I'm your returning host, Chewburger84, and joining me as always, the ever lively Hooch. How are you, mate? Hey, doing good. That's good, mate. That's what I like to Sounds hear. So and as always, why do you keep coming prematurely in the entrances to these intros recently? I don't know. It's just what is up. It's what I do in life, I guess. I come prematurely for everything. It sure is. The Hebrew hammer. What's happening, buddy? Uh, not much. Coming prematurely. That's what I'm doing. It's the same old, same, same old, 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 same old. Same old, Just same old. Friday. That's it. Mm. What are we doing no today, No YouTube Pinky? for us this week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. All I right, don't think that's off yet. I don't think that's off the table yet. What's not on the table? YouTube. I don't think that's off the table. We I said, said anything that's that. Bad. It's like heavy PG. Like it's yeah. it's references at this point. Uh, we've used relatively mm. clinical terms. I think. Yeah. You know. Um, what? Okay. Orgasms Nothing. happen, man. I mean, are you an orgasm denier? <laughs> I've heard that about you actually from your wife. <laughs> oh no, she's the denier. Oh, I see. I see. All right, we'll get her on to discuss if you like. All right, it is the 29th of May, 2021. This is the nerdy news of the week. We're going to have our gaming episode coming up a little bit later on the week. So, boys, I believe Hebrew wanted to start off with a TV show that he had watched this week. Yeah, so I watched a couple. One of them is not going to fit into this section, as Chu said, so you'll have to wait till next week. Um, I mean, I've heard it's not going to fit many times in my life, and sometimes you'd be surprised. Yeah, that's true. In this case, it mm. really doesn't because it's um, a super depressing show. Yeah, no, it's not that super nerdy. quick. Like, I'll, I'll just like literally say this: Masters of None. I watched the third season, and it is, uh, it's an artfully terrible, depressing season. That's all I'll say about it. It's depressing. And it's not very good as far as like narrative compared to the rest. And uh, but it's very artfully done, almost in a very conceited manner. So, so it's art imitating life, right there. Basically. So yeah, that was Masters of None. Not a big fan. Um, I did like one and two quite a bit. So like that should say something for season three. Anyways, Ragnarok though, that's kind of a little more on the money over here. So Ragnarok is a show um, that just had its second season come out two days ago now. And um, it's a Netflix uh, exclusive series. It's based in Norway and it's dubbed. It has an English dub on it. Um, and so they because they actually speak Norwegian in it, which was uh, pretty cool. So if you want to read subtitles, you can do that as well. Um, I watched it dub. The dub was very good. Um, obviously, it didn't match up with the with the mouth very much. But, you know, that's not a big deal in the slightest. But as far as the story is concerned, it's basically all about Norse mythology. Um, there's these people in a town. These two kids move in with their mom. And um, it's a small town in Norway. And basically all of the old gods are kind of there hiding within people in the town. And the uh, giants um, actually have like control over basically all of Norway. Because over the, uh, over the years, they've had like this like business that they've been building and it's it's now like one of the biggest businesses in um all the world and so they kind of have a stranglehold on uh the whole area uh, certainly the country and um these old gods are trying to rise up against um this these issues that the giants are giving them I'm trying to avoid giving away certain things but um 
they end up basically the two kids that move into town they end up waking up loki and thor from there um they're each loki Mm -hmm. and thor and it's about them kind of realizing that they have these powers realizing what's going on coming into their own and uh, learning how to how and who to fight and uh you get to meet a lot of other gods along the way and uh, it's pretty interesting um there is like they're younger you know like they're like just about to graduate high school so there is like a decent amount of scenes that take place in a high school so it's and it's got those like you know little like oh does she love me or you know like let's build this romance Mm. up kind of thing do you want to see my hammer (laughs) they actually talk just like that (laughs) because the dub voice in the dub dub version they do Uh, they just got the voice cast of skyrim (laughs) (laughs) basically yeah because they got the dumb voices <laughs> oh, to nice. do the accent with it. Oh, so, like, no. It's English, oh, but in no. that accent, so it's very funny sounding. Um, <laughs> hey, after terrible. class, let's go get a burger. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, it's it's honestly a, like a pretty good show um, if you're into that kind of thing. It's not like the greatest show in the world, but it's entertaining enough to at least watch and see if you like it. Um, it's gotten pretty far in two seasons and some cool stuff has happened. So, yeah, that's is that easy to very nice very nice yeah i do love me some uh uh what do you call it i was gonna say noia norse i was gonna i don't know what word i was going for like nose guard or something i don't know what i was like to say asgard and norse at the same time but no norse mythology man is so sick i did find i cannot wait for god of war news at some point i mean i i totally agree with you on that um oh speaking of that this week they pretty much flat out said that right now sony has no intention of making a god of war tv show or movie like what the fuck is their problem they just can't see the future dude like uh, they're one of the most inept companies whenever it comes to like vision um that's a big goal but yeah this, it's an I, oversight. I honestly I'll think so that. compared to people like xbox who are making moves all the time as their direct competition yeah i would say they are but um anyways uh so norse mythology i i didn't know this um at the time but apparently loki is not um thor's brother in reality or in like the actual yeah. mythology apparently no he's not they, they, they did that in the mcu yeah he's not his real brother yeah he's adopted he's an nice yeah yeah he's not but he's not yeah. even that he's actually odin's blood brother not half brother than he's odin's blood brother so he's actually the uncle of thor mm-hmm. isn't that weird so yeah they, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you grew up in Texas. I'm yeah. so sure like that happens all the time. <laughs> in the um, deep south. But yeah, so anyways, um, there's some cool stuff there. It stuck more to the traditional uh, lore. So yeah. Anyways, good stuff. Excellent. All right. Yeah. We're getting some nerdy news in a sec, but let's get some shameless shilling out of the way. Uh, so folks, if you are enjoying the pod, make sure you head on over and rate and review us on Apple Pods. It really helps the show a lot. And then there's the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. So uh, you guys will not care about this story whatsoever, but it is a pretty big deal uh, that WWE and New Japan Wrestling are talking about forming a partnership. So these are are both kind of like the old school, like diehard fan bases are normally like, no man, WWE sucks, it's all about New Japan, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially when ECW and WCW went the way of the dodo. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys really sort of came up. So I think this is a big sign that the new stables with like AEW and some of these new ones coming up are really rattling the cages. I, I don't think WWE has that stranglehold that they've had for a long time now. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that they're paying the price for the PG era. Like, I really think that everyone wants the old school promos and shit of like, you know, The Rock calling Stephanie McMahon a hoe or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like all the controversial shit from back in the day. When you take that out of wrestling, people go, oh, wait, this is fake wrestling. Where's the entertainment? You know what I mean? You know, when they turn Degeneration X into like, two guys from Nickelodeon that go around sliming people like still one of the greatest disappointments of the modern wrestling era if you ask me (laughs) but yeah I I actually do like to see that they're being forced to try and innovate for the first time in a very long time Mm -hmm. because yeah these other companies are clearly shaking it up man and that makes me happy what's so interesting about Um, New Japan Pro what's so interesting about it yeah so have you ever watched any um, Japanese wrestling? No, not at all. No. Dude, they they are like still the old school, like high adrenaline pacing, big, like up there, really acrobatic, like genuinely could fuck yourself up type moves. Like the pace oh, of, okay. of Japanese wrestling is usually significantly higher. Mm-hmm. And then what will happen is they'll get like big names from the US or go over there and like contract for a couple of weeks or a couple of months they'll sort of do like a, an arc if you will. And then they'll leave and they'll sort of do a showcase around them type thing. But yeah, a lot of the local Japanese talent is just insane. Is it like still, a lot of their cruiserweights? Are, is it still yeah. like a story based or is it like how we have with WWE or is it just, just all about the wrestling and fucking shit up? Um, so they still do have a little bit of that, but it's definitely much more about the wrestling than it is the, uh, the other crap. Okay. I mean, it might've changed. I mean, I haven't watched it for a couple of years now, but it was always the technicality of the wrestling that you would watch it and appreciate. Holy shit. What that guy just did. Like it was so subtle. You don't see it. Cause he made the other guy look like a God, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, that, cause that's really what I find so fascinating about the wrestling is that most of the time, the guy that's getting the pops is actually not the guy doing the hard yeah, work. It's the, heel. It's the yeah, other guy it's selling it so well for him. Yeah. Yeah. And I always appreciated the people that took their time to sell, to make someone else pop. Um, especially when they were the guy that was supposed to pop. Like that's why I always mm-hmm. appreciated uh, Dwayne Johnson because even in matches where he was flogging the crap out of someone, he would still always do like some sort of really big over the top sell to uh to make that happen right that makes but sense. uh yeah i was watching a couple weeks ago actually like a lot of the stories behind the scenes of the wrestlers where like moves that they did literally when they were fucking around trying to make the undertaker laugh became permanent really like do you know the rock rock bottom move yeah 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 so apparently they used to because obviously the undertaker has to be super serious all the time they used to fuck around and do things to really take the piss to try and make him laugh so <laughs> literally the the rock bottom thing came out where um he Dwayne basically said triple h watch this and just literally started bouncing and running from the ring like backwards and forwards backwards and forwards like really milking the shit out of it and the uh-huh. crowd's like getting confused as to what's happening and then starts laughing and eventually he throws that but because the crowd went nuts over it after he threw it uh yeah they kept it in there forever but it was literally yeah. just him over milking this you know setup for the move that yeah. uh yeah that really uh made it well because the rock the rock bottom was like the elbow drop thing right he'd go running across the ring and then he'd like oh sorry not rock bottom. Then... i mean people's elbow yeah, yeah, yeah. people's well, elbow, people's elbow. Yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. yeah rock bottom yeah. was the one where he gave him like the under under armpit cuddle yeah and then uh and yeah then basically him collapsed him yeah, if you yeah. want to see the opposite yeah. of that, a guy that could not sell to save his life it was Hulk Hogan. Like, if you ever watched, yeah. if you ever watched like Undertaker choke slam Hulk Hogan or The Rock, uh, Rock Bottom Hulk Hogan, like honestly, 
That guy phones it in so hard. He's such a bitch. Really? Oh, thought, dude. I, well, now, is that late Hogan, though? Because I thought early Hogan was pretty... Yeah, it's probably later Hogan. But then again, like, okay. if you... He never really got his ass handed to him. Like, a lot of the fans turned on Hogan and hated him by the end because he was always winning. Like, they just would never yeah, let him lose. True. So he never really had to eat much shit. And he never really oh. sold when he was losing. So a lot of people will just like these fight these fights are boring. Did you was it WrestleMania? I don't know. Whichever one where he fought Big Boss Man in the cage. That will forever be one of my most memorable moments of ever watching wrestling. Yeah. Because Big Boss Man. there was a there was a part where he suplexed Boss Man off the top of the freaking cage and they laid out in the center ring for like five minutes. Oh uh, man, the the one from that though is always Mankind versus uh Undertaker. Even if you're not a wrestling See, fan, you have to mm-hmm. watch that documentary on that match. See, but by the time that one came around, I had stopped. I had stopped watching wrestling. Oh, do me a favor this week. Like, if this is the only wrestling thing you guys ever watch, have a look at the behind-the-scenes interview between Mankind and Undertaker uh, on that match um, in the cage. Have you guys ever seen this? I don't even know which I've one's heard of it. I think I've seen clips of it. He's only used to wear the real sort of fucked up like leather gimp mask. Okay, I uh, thought yeah. that was like a different persona of and Kane usually and usually he was no 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 and usually wasn't he always like in a button down shirt or something like yeah. that and yeah it was Mick never Foley. Like he a, had like five different yeah. characters over the years oh that's Mick, Mick Foley. Foley yeah Mick Foley yeah. oh okay yeah Mick Mick Foley had like yeah like three like because he had like yeah like Cactus Strange Jack. Love or something or Doctor Strange Love yeah good pull good pull um uh, yeah no he had a few. But no, that match, Foley nearly died twice, oh, right? Dude. And it's just listening to the way these guys talk about, like, all the all the times they should have stopped, but went, fuck it, the crowd loves it. Because they were trying to figure out how to make a good match out of nothing, because right. the, Undertaker had a bro- the Undertaker had a broken foot. Right. Oh. Okay. And they're like, how the fuck are we going to sell this? So... Um, as soon as he went out there, Mankind climbed on top of the cage. Taker comes down and with a broken foot, climbs up on top with him. Jesus. And as they're getting in, uh, basically uh, Undertaker goes for a choke slam on the top of the cage. Mm-hmm. And the cable ties that are holding all the sections of the cage together breaks. Oh. And the panel opens and he drops through onto the floor. That was not planned. That was not planned. So he fell unprepared through the cage, hits the deck, right? He's out. He is out, out, right? Yeah. His teeth are in his nose. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. He regains consciousness and hears the crowd going bananas. And medical team comes down. He's like, fuck it, let's keep going. Then... They get back up on top of the cage <laughs> and Mankind says to him, I want you to throw me off onto that table. And he's like, the fuck are you talking about? He goes, no, seriously, do it. No, you'll never get a pop like this. Like, we need to do this. It was like, if you look at it in a technical aspect, it's the most boring match of all time because about four things happen. But because of what they do, it, and when you know what happens later on, then like so little of it was like, you know, a lot of it was shit went really wrong because of health and safety planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when he throws him through that table, everyone thought he was dead. Like, uh, he, he can hear uh, Jim Ross on the call table going, oh, this guy is fucking dead. Uh, you can hear it in his voice. He's generally shocked. 
So, Damn. and then he, again, as he's being stretched out by the medical team, not a part of the bit, by the way, really being stretched out, regains consciousness, climbs off, and then tackles the Undertaker to keep the match going. <laughs> right? Oh the God. balls Damn. and, like, just psychopathy of these two dudes, I mean, man. Like, honestly, it's fascinating to hear what was going through their heads, um, especially when you've seen the match so many that times. That guy has more man in his pinky than in my entire body like times two it sounds like dude am i absolutely i mean (laughs) that guy has more balls than the entire of generation z do you know what i'm saying like that guy (laughs) is fucking amazing Uh, for real yeah that's insane that's fucking crazy so yeah that's so that's kind of exciting it's like for the wrestling world like back in the day this would be like if there was a team up between marvel and dc do you know what i mean like that's the kind of level that that arrangement would be if it goes to fruition right that's crazy have you guys been following the whole trend of NFTs, non-fungible tokens? Um, God, no, no just... not really. I have got a spotlight of it because because of this topic that we're about to talk about, though. Um, yeah, do you know this particular one, the Charlie yep. Bit Me meme? Yep. Who? See, I don't even know that. Like, what that the fuck? Bring it's not, hey, you're, you're not that old that you wouldn't know Charlie Bit Me. No, I didn't. You've been thing, on like, the internet. I, I don't understand yeah. how you could Everyone have been on the internet and not me. seen this. Literally, no, literally the first time I saw it was today. What about the Techno Remix? No, literally okay. the first time I saw that was today. Oh, so you have seen it now, though? Yeah, I did see it now. Okay, uh, but- okay. So, I mean, it's such a simple clip. It's basically, it's a kid and he's going, oh, mom, Charlie bit me as the kid's biting him harder and laughing about it. Right. Like just a fun mm-hmm. little wholesome clip, quite funny. Went super viral, you know, it birthed so many memes around the time that memes sort of really started to take off, you know? Yeah. But yeah, $760,000 mm-hmm. is what they've sold the original video for and now removed it from uh, YouTube. So someone now owns all the rights to be able to redistribute that video again. Yeah, that is crazy. So imagine... It's, yeah. Imagine just a, a home video that you made being worth $760,000, dude. 880 million views, right? I guess. I don't uh, uh maybe I don't know what it was at that's last count before they pulled it down. But yeah. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Insane, dude. So nuts. Yeah. I mean it's, it's it's an amazing trend. I mean, I don't understand a lot of the ones that people are buying. Like I see a lot of them are just like Oh, I get this video of that time that you know, Logan Paul shit himself live on a video or whatever the fuck he's up to. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it's like it goes for several hundred thousand dollars. And you're like, why? I don't understand it. Like, owning some of these videos and the rights to them, I can understand it from a business yeah, for thing. Like but this whole concept of digital art, I mean, I love all these nerdy progressions of e-commerce in some ways, but I don't understand the appeal of, of this particular one for digital art. Yeah, I don't I don't get that either. I, I think it's yeah. people trying to hedge their bets that this will be like a new frontier and mm. they're trying to pick classics now. Um, but I don't see it ever being a thing. It just doesn't make sense to me. So Well, there's one part about it I don't like especially, and that's seeing the writing on the wall for copyright. Yeah, is that because mm-hmm. if someone sold this and there's now a dollar figure valuation on what the IP is worth mm-hmm. for like the original art, so to speak, that you can now sue someone for like very active theft. Like the, the rules of copyright and digital sharing will now be forever altered, I think. I think you'll see new challenges to fair use on YouTube in the future because of this. I really do. Uh, I wonder if 
can that be retroactively applied to videos that already have it? God, I hope not. <laughs> no, but if you leave it up and you get like any ad revenue going forward, though, they could basically send you a cease and desist to start off with because um, there'd have to be a grandfathering period where they have to allow, well, the original owner said this was okay to share, therefore, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, there is there is actually quite a few challenges to that at the moment. So I know that the, the company Triller is trying to sue a couple of podcasters at the moment because they streamed uh, the end of the, was it Jake Paul or Logan Paul fight against oh, that yeah, UFC I guy? About that. Yeah, but it's, uh, the thing is what they're alleging is that uh, they showed the whole fight. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is the fight was so unbelievably short because it was a joke. Like to the yeah. point where they, a lot of people are convinced that the UFC guy took a dive, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. It was fucking short. Yeah. So the people that like were sharing the clip of the ending because they showed like the bulk of the fight, they're suing on the grounds of, well, every person that viewed that viewed the whole fight, therefore they won't pay the pay-per-view. So you owe us for every listen that you had, um, you know, the 50 bucks. So it's like a fifty Damn. or a fifty million dollar lawsuit, I think. Jesus, that one um, I, I, they shouldn't win because it's fair use. Yeah, because uh, they were commentating on the results of it, and it was a week after the pay per view as well, or ten days or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's a bad sign. Um, there's a lot of this shit starting to consolidate in regards to this, and then watching YouTube change so much of the monetization as well. Yeah, that's true. I have a feeling a new platform is going to have to be born in the next few years because YouTube's done too much shit to really restrict income potential for any new creators mm-hmm. uh, but also copyright making it so hard to move at all and flex um anything but purely 100 original content and the problem is purely 100 original content it doesn't really it, it's it doesn't sort of strike lightning very often on youtube anymore because mm-hmm. it's so hard to get the algorithm because yeah. the algorithm just keeps reinforcing what's already popular most of the time yeah all the new trendy stuff comes from tiktok now well, and that's the part of the problem, though, is that like what happens is now so many of the big creators that are on the algorithms look at what's up and coming on things like TikTok, copy and paste it, and then they still dominate the algorithms by just keeping on doing the thing of the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's smart, so I guess, but yeah, is the is the so like does that work because it's like their the algorithms are picking up like stuff from their site or their their channel or whatever or. In which like, way? Right. From those creators, you mean? or Yeah, from those creators. Because like, if somebody else does something that's that's kind of trending and you're like, oh, well, I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to now copy it. But I already had a bunch of videos that were trending, right? And were mm-hmm. in the algorithm. Does it, does it carry over based on yeah, the Yeah, like thumbnail creator? association. Like, you know, if you've seen this, you'll like videos like this. That's definitely going to put mm-hmm. them more in front of you. Plus, and then okay. obviously, yeah. Yeah, your subscriber base. Whenever you post a new video, your subscribers, if they're notified... They'll hop on and watch it and it'll start trending quickly. That's true. Okay. And then it gets on the algorithm and then it basically, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a rough time because I feel like there's a lot of these small people out there. Like it's amazing going through sometimes like smaller YouTube channels and and smaller, um, you know, pods or whatever and just go, how are these people not like globally famous? They're hilarious or talented or, you know, informative or entertaining, whatever. And then, like, you have some chick with big cans doing a duck face, and she's got like ten billion views. And you're like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I don't, you know, We're I don't get the it. path to media. What was it? Uh, idiocracy, idiocracy, dude. Yeah, 
yeah. ahead of its time. We were dance and dance before. Yeah. But speaking of crazy I, shit like that as well, Temple Run. Do you guys ever play that mobile game? Uh, back in the yeah. day, yeah. Yeah. So they're making that into a reality TV show. So what's the what's the shtick of it? Is, is it, it is it like one of those uh, what you call Ninja Warrior? I have a feeling that's all it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, the thing it reminds me the most of. Did you guys ever watch Takeshi's Castle? Did you guys ever get that over there? No. No. Okay, Google that on YouTube when you get a chance. Actually, Hebrew, in the background, just put it on silent and watch it while we're talking. Takeshi's Castle, which is this crazy Japanese show that was like, uh, you had to sort of like get to the top of the castle to to win the game. And uh, there was these things where like you'd have to be running up this like pretty reasonable incline and there was little spaces um, where you get a gap and they'd roll like giant foam boulders and shit down there. So you'd have to run and then like jump behind the little barrier and then you have to try and make it to the next barrier in time before the next boulder came down. So it was very much like a video game, like very much like what they're trying to do here with Temple Run. But that game like was before the era of workplace health and safety. So people were just getting (laughs) fucked up. Like then other shit as well. Like they had to run and like try and crash through a door. But the thing is, is that like three of the doors, you have like there's three choices, which one you do. You have to hit it at full speed to break through. One of them is not a real door, right? So you will literally burst through it onto a mattress behind it. The other two are actual doors, but you won't know it until you hit it. Oh my God. Yeah. Then there's other shit shit like just randomly on the courses. Oh, it is dangerous. (laughs) Are you watching it now? Yes. I'm watching the boulder one. The boulder one is nuts. Watching like these uh, tiny little Japanese dudes just get rolled by this like foam boulder. Oh, God. He's about to get triple their body weight. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, yeah. That reaction you just had, that is 90% of that show. (laughs) So, yeah. Is that the one where they had to run on a treadmill and like eat and drink or something like that? No, 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 no. But there's so many like crazy Japanese. Japanese reality shows from the 90s and 2000s that honestly it wouldn't fly in any other country I I love Japanese TV man it's loose as fuck just to give you an example who so like just that clip that I just watched right there it was a guy that started first of all he did like a pose uh, he did like an anime pose and then he ran up this Mm -hmm. um, like hard inclined slide thing and then a boulder started come down and then there's like these little holes on the side that you have to try to run to um so you can stick mm-hmm. in but so it passes you he did not make it so he got slammed with one of the boulders he like tried to catch it and it just rolled over him and then he was like barely getting up and then the second one fucking slammed him in the head <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh my oh, it's messed up but uh, but like so funny yeah. right i yeah. mean oh this is God, watching those shows you figure out how much of a psychopath you are by how much you enjoy other people getting hurt I realized at a very young age something's wrong with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Dude, um, that show, though. So if, if I can, uh, for me, I think Temple Run as a reality TV show, if it's being made in America, is going to be like the watered down Diet Coke version of Takeshi's Castle. But yeah, I think it's oh, just going to be absolutely. another Ninja Warrior, basically. It's not going to yeah. be as cool mm-hmm. as what you're watching right now, though, Hebrew. Let's be real. No, it won't. I mean, it, Ninja Warrior is is not as cool as that, or I should say, not not as funny. Like Ninja Warrior is is pretty cool because it is like some it's genuine as shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this is just like this is built to like hurt people on purpose, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch a full episode. Honestly, it's worth it's worthwhile watching yeah, one because I, I think I they only go for like 26 minutes or something. But yeah. it's it's crazy. Like the shit they let them do. 
Um, the ones where like they're just flat out running and then someone just opens a trap door under them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this other one where like to get to the next section, you have to like jump down into like a slide, right? Mm-hmm. But the slides all look like just holes in the floor. And I'm not kidding when I say this, like three of the holes, if you pick the wrong one, has a dude that just starts kicking you when you land, right? Yeah. It's fucking That's wild. Yeah. I, love- I love it. I love it. I'm starting That's to remember so much nuts. about that show now. That's great. Yeah, this is what happens yeah, when uh, they didn't have anime on Australian television, but that we did have. Like, go. work that out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, and I thought the show where the guys were sitting in the library had to smell the stinky fart bag was bad. The stinky fart bag? Yeah, yeah. There's a I can't remember the name of the show, but it's like the, the the whole premise is these guys or the bit these guys are sitting there and they have to try to be quiet. Practical jokers. But then there's things. Is that what? Impractical Jokers? Is that what you're talking about? It sounds like an Impractical Jokers bit. That sounds like. I mean, in fact, I know that they've done something like that. So yeah. Uh, No, but I know it was a Japanese. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and the the I think the idea is like one of the things was like they had to smell a stinky bag or something like that. Maybe that's how they got in trouble. Or I don't remember exactly the premise, but I thought that was bad. I mean, I I remember. Oh my god, I would never. I remember we saw one a video of. It was like someone getting jerked off while singing. Oh, I sent you guys the hand job karaoke. Yeah, hand job yeah, karaoke yeah. videos like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, shows that shit you. is funny. Yeah, that is so funny. Is- like, I have to be careful who I send that to, obviously, because I think it's hilarious. I think it's hysterical. Let me let me explain the premise to people listening. Right. Um, first of all, if you're under the age of 18, don't Google it. If you're over the age of 18, um, do it on your dad's work laptop. Um, so. <laughs> What it is, is uh, they start singing karaoke Mm -hmm. and the people that win is who can give, there's there's two criteria, is who can basically give the most convincing karaoke performance Mm -hmm. or who can get the most through a song before ejaculating. So as they start singing, a ridiculously attractive Mm -hmm. Japanese woman comes in and just starts ripping on their gear like they're trying to start a chainsaw do you know what i mean like they are they are pumping like a piston in a v8 like it is ridiculous and uh and yeah basically you don't see that part you're because obviously that's all happening like i don't know it was it in a box or behind the screen like behind the screen now. or like a towel or something like that yeah. behind a screen so you're just watching old mate just is like you know singing whitney Houston. it's like and uh, yeah. you know and then it's like oh old mate's out and like there's like judges watching this whole thing and like actively like simon cowling their performance and stuff when they just literally watched a guy get get jerked off on stage you know it's it's the most hilarious concept when you think about it because like it's a it's a great it's a great idea it really i mean like how far could you make it through an entire karaoke song while getting jerked off i I think there's so many like hilarious games that you could do if if the leash was off whenever it came to sex dude I think like straight yeah. up sex games, like you could do some hilarious shit there. Oh, don't get me wrong. Most of the TV shows I've pitched have been in Japan and Germany, and, <laughs> and for, there's for a reason. very specific. Yeah, reasons. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I forgot all about. I forgot that I sent you that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah I sent it definitely when I was free in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, right so <laughs> no, now this is awesome news. Hoochie, you a Evil Dead guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, mostly Army of Darkness, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course, man. Yeah. So, look, for yeah. those fans of Ash, fans of the Boomstick, 
uh, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi. The love, realistically, one of the most enduring love stories in Hollywood, if you ask me, is those two guys. <laughs> like, really think about it, because everything Sam Raimi does, he sneaks in. Uh, what's his name? Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. You're, you're Every right, time, he like he's in Spider Man. Yeah, he is. I think twice actually. I think he's in there twice. So yeah, man, it's good to see that uh, they're teaming up again and they're going to make another Evil Dead movie on HBO Max. I never so saw. I Evil feel Dead. like they're going to be allowed to do whatever the fuck they want over there. Is that is that like a really good horror movie? I know it's it must be popular because I've heard it before. I feel like it's not like great, but it's a campy. Yeah, like, it's fun. That's the whole point. Okay. It, yeah, yeah, it's not horrory, which is what I like. Is about it like it. a parody? Um, of it is. It's a lot of fun. Or? Well, so so Evil Dead, the first one, was supposed to be more like a horror movie, right? But it was so campy, I think, that they with Evil Dead 2, mm-hmm. it just became more like funny. Right. Right. Um, I mean, think, there's a part where he chops off his hand and puts a chainsaw on it because yeah. the hand gets possessed. Because what would you do? Well, I was saying like, but but they and then well, Army of playing. Darkness, <laughs> Army of Darkness like pushed it up. Well, not, that's a stranger. That's you a said you stranger. said his hand. That was, is actually uh, <laughs> you said his hand was possessed. Yeah, yeah his hand yeah, was possessed. Yeah, you would have a pretty so interesting hand job then because it wouldn't technically. Be that's you true, actually. Yeah, job, it would. It that's would the ultimate stranger maneuver. Yeah, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it, no, it, yeah. I think I think if you had tried it, it would have ripped it off. That's because that's it was an evil hand. Right, like you know. You weren't going to be able to sing karaoke while this thing was going on. It would just wow, maybe hit those high notes, bro. <laughs> you would definitely hit those high notes. It's, it's more a Lorena Bobbitt style hand. Yeah, oh, right. Speaking of Jesus speaking Christ. of that, since we're on like the like horror Speaking movie of getting your cock uh, Yes, and speaking of that too, um, yeah, right. Army of the Dead. Did you guys? See oh, that I still haven't seen it yet. I've heard good things though. Uh, on- what? I've heard nothing I'm about that. Oh, really? Trash. And oh, shit, really? Uh oh. You saw it? Yes, that movie was garbage. What? Literally, my girlfriend uh, and I like laughed all the way through because not because it was like, oh my god, this even, not even because it was like, oh my god, this movie's so bad, it's funny. It's just like, holy shit, how did this even make it out of production? Like, oh, uh, so it got bad. Full Metal snotted is what you're saying? Pretty much. Yep. Oh uh, no. The, this is what happens when you give Zack Snyder like. That's literally what I was thinking. This is what happens when I only listen to three friends on Discord about how good a movie is. I'm telling you, like, watch it for yourself and you'll see. Like, it's terrible. Genuinely terrible. Everyone at work, everyone at work that's seen this movie has basically taken a huge shit on it. Not really? Yeah, there's like, it's, it makes no sense. There's so, it's, it tries to almost like lampoon the idea of it. It makes fun of itself. It makes fun of the genre. And it's just there's just doesn't it has no sort of like cohesion. It's all That's over the, the place. Nothing was logical. Everything was illogical that yes. they did. You're like, what? Right. Why did? You? And it's not even like nitpicking it. It's like genuinely everything they did. You're like, there's a thousand better options. What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, like Zack Snyder. There's yeah. literally Pretty a much thousand better yeah, options. Better, better options yeah. than Snyder. Yeah. Except except for yeah. Joss Whedon apparently. <laughs> That's the only person who could make a product worse than the original. <laughs> but yeah, so in that, one I think example. That, but Zack Snyder proved he can make something good if he has four hours to yeah, do it. That's four hours and yeah. like double the budget to do it, yeah. Well, I guess yeah. now we'll wait seven years for the Snyder Cut Up to come oh. out, and then we'll know for sure. That must be it. <laughs> yep. Well, here's, so, the, here's the crazy thing, though. Didn't Batista say that he was like, oh, yeah, I am you know, prefers Snyder over Gunn because Snyder lets us do more things. Like, yeah, but he comes out with a shittier movie. 
Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't know. All I know is that like I felt embarrassed for Batista in that movie. Honestly, so. <laughs> that's what you know. It's bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was so funny. It was like a week or so ago. You were like, "Can that guy ever make a bad decision?" And yeah, apparently, the and answer is the yeah. answer is this he made movie. a bad yeah, decision. Proved me wrong. Yeah. So, congratulations <laughs> to him. Comes back around. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're they're filming in New Zealand in June for the Evil Dead movie, mm-hmm. and uh, no release date as yet. So very nice. Okay. Good news, bad news, boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Portal movie which I didn't know was still a thing. Mm-hmm. I remember being, this announcement was like forever ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Portal movie lives. So the, I'm talking about Portal, the video game here, mm-hmm. which a movie about that is interesting as a choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can see you could have a lot of fun with it, but they had two choices of which one to make, right? And and uh, they had both because this is J.J. Abrams who basically yeah. is, is making this, producing and uh, and directing. Right. Um, but he killed, to make this happen, the Half-Life movie. See, that's that weird. That apparently Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers had greenlit both, and he's like, oh, I'll do the Portal one. It's like, why would you not take the one that has the story already there? That's what I was going to say. Like, one has way more that's meat on the bone why. than the other, but mm. I maybe he wants less meat on the bone, so he has more freedom. That's yep. the only thing I can think of. Yep. That, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, because me. I mean, where's the hype on Portal? I mean, it's still a great game, but where's the hype on Portal? Yeah. I mean, at least Half Life Alex has got a lot of people going, "Holy shit, Half Life!" Yeah, great franchise, man. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, after playing Half Life Alex, like, I would definitely agree that, like, I I feel like it it has the makings for an incredibly good show or movie. Um, Portal, which I've also played, uh, that like, I mean, you could make a good movie out of it, but yeah, there's less of a direct telling to already go down with it. So the only excuse I can think of is that he must want more freedom that comes with Portal. Yeah. Portal Portal 2 did have J.K. Simmons. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Was it Cave Johnson? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Abrams said he wants to bring him back. So. Oh. Yeah. And by the way, no, he's not Invincible. Oh, you're right. He's not Invincible. Invincible He's Omni-Man. Exactly. Omni-Man. He's in Invincible. Yeah. just forgot. Yes. The the second in. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's... (laughs) All right. Eternals trailer. Hebrew's favorite ship of all time. Yeah, flat ship. Uh, Love the flat ship, ship, gotta say. Loves the flat ship. Usually if you have a flat ship, you have to go and see a doctor. (laughs) Get it bumped up. So here's the question I Uh have, though. Like... Like, it, like the flat ship though it doesn't have to be flat to travel through space there's no resistance do you say does it like have to be flat shows. is that what you said yeah why why why, why a flat ship oh it doesn't does I don't think it flat. needs to be I don't think any of the ships need yeah. to be I mean if you're in space you don't really need to have it as any particular design exactly but yeah I think well I mean I think how, how many choice. ships can you play an active game of football on the roof that's what I'm saying that's true yeah you can do some interesting <laughs> shit on the roof with it being flat dude yeah but it, it could be a cube I mean, sure. Why <laughs> not? Like Borg, Borg cube, yeah. Good. Yeah, Borg cube. Yeah. Would it? Yeah. Uh, what do we think of this? More hyped or less hyped after seeing it? Um, I'm I'm more hyped. I would say it didn't tell you much from the trailer. At least not to me. Maybe to someone who like knows all of the shit is like saw a thousand different little teases there that I didn't. But to me, like mm. more hyped just because it's more more stuff. Um, it does seem really crowded. I don't I mean, I guess that's the just the internals. It's a lot. Eternals, there's a lot of them. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many characters and they're all new. I feel like you're going to have a real hard time making any of them feel super good. So that's my only concern. But uh, like cinematography for it looks fucking insane. So I'm glad about that. 
Yeah, what about you, Hooch? Uh, I mean, still equal hyped. I'm going to see it. Uh, <laughs> there was no doubt about that. I think for me, though, uh, it whenever a trailer comes out, you always see the, oh, here are the Easter eggs you missed in the trailer. So then I, I, I watched actually one of those videos, and it kind of increased my hype a little bit more mm. because they were talking about the potential as to what could happen. Yeah. Based on what we've seen in the trailer, it kind of like how this is leading. Like It talked more about who, they were t- who the Eternals were what they did in the comic books, uh, who, and then how that kind of tied into what we potentially saw in the trailer and how mm. it could all come to come about. So now that's kind of got me intrigued. I wouldn't necessarily say hyped, but curious about, oh, are they going to put some of these things? And I think like the one thing that you want to be worried about or not worried about, but just cautious of is, you know, what did everybody do when we saw... <laughs> You know, uh, what is it? The Evan Peters in, in freaking uh, WandaVision? WandaVision. And everybody mm-hmm. lost their shit. Like, oh, oh my God, yeah. There whenever it is. Disney shit the like, bed, yeah. It, it's, oh, Jesus, of course. I knew <laughs> I shouldn't have brought that up. Uh, but this is the kind of thing that could lead in that same direction. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a bunch of stuff that you could potentially have because of what these characters, what their role was in the comic books, and then just go completely in the other direction. Not that they promised anything to us. It's just that we as fans were like, oh, we want this. And they're like, we weren't going to give that to you. Yeah. So you, yeah. So you did watch the, the Easter egg stuff that I was talking about. See, I, I, I think I would be even more hyped if I did see that as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. What, what did you think, Chu? If you, yeah, I liked it. I, I, I kind of have the same concern uh, on two fronts is that like things like the Avengers only really worked as movies because they'd set up characters and they've built relationships with the audience beforehand. Yeah. Whereas this has a massive cast that you have to introduce and make you be invested about them very quickly. Yeah. And the scope of this show is supposed to span 10,000 years. <laughs> so so much like doing, <laughs> doing time jumps and trying to give everyone like their time to shine on camera, I think it's going to be challenging. This trailer... I felt was an interesting cut for the most part that like it was very beautiful. It was very sort of like trying to show kind of like a very angelic grace about all yeah, the Eternals. Right? I mean, like trying style. to show them to be almost ethereal type thing, yeah. but um, it was really like down on personality. Yeah. Like they snuck in the little joke bit at the end there. And there's obviously like, you know, the eternal romance of Rob Stark and um, the definitely not Minerva chick. I think it is. Um, <laughs> Because the same actress, right? Gemma Chan played both, I think. Did she? Uh, let me double check. Uh, I think she... Did she play Minerva? Yes, she did play Minerva. Oh, wow. I was going to say, Gemma Chan was Minerva, but it is Gemma Chan yeah. in that movie, right? I don't know. Yeah, I'll have a look. I have a feeling it is. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's got some moments there, but, and the little joke bit at the end was like, well, I could lead the Avengers. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And then, like, then you've got... Um, uh, Kumail there who I you just go are they going to make him the comedic relief or is he actually going to be like a badass or a bit of both or whatever so I, there's no idea about the tone of this movie and if it is what it is from the trailer then it might just be like it's got the potential to be like a big bland but you know hugely cinematic set piece style movie so there's so much they're going to have to set up in, in two hours. Uh, it's it's a bold undertaking. But I know that Feige and that, are, are, of all the projects that have been worked on at the moment, this is the one that they say is the best thing they've done, right? They've said yeah, that. They're so, happy about it. 
Feige and um, a couple of people on it have said, look, I've seen like the finished product and they're saying they are blown away well, at what has been achieved that, in this movie. They are saying it is the shit. Yeah. I, I'll, they haven't really disappointed me so far. I mean, minus like one or two little things, but overall, yeah. super impressed. So I'll take their word for it. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Gemma Chan was in Captain Marvel and Raya and the Lost Dragon. Yeah, that's right. But is it her is in, Eternal? in Eternals? Though? Yeah. Yes. yes oh, yeah, I was right. Okay. Yeah. It's quite funny because everyone always gets pretty shitty about like MCU recast, but I haven't heard like v- almost anyone talk about that. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not- interesting. Be, I reckon it would be a gangster move if it was the same chick. Like they were just during her, you know, oh, I rebelled for a couple of years. <laughs> that was my teenage rebellion period. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we don't like with the Eternals, are they a reborn thing or are they just immortal? Yeah. Like do they actually live multiple lives? They're immortal. I think they're they're immortal. They are immortal. Okay, so it's not like they, they yeah. you know wake up and then don't know who they are until they're thirty three or whatever it is, like Hawkman no, and well, Hawk Girl. Well, I mean, not to spoil anything, but that's like one of the I, the projections, the ideas was like, okay, how is it that these guys just sat around and did nothing, you know, during the whole um, Thanos Infinity thing. War? Yeah, during the whole Thanos thing, and the idea is that they couldn't because they didn't know who they were. Right. Right. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because what they're showing is... in the scope, though, suggests that they may have known. But then you could you could write that away that they were off, like, battling the... What's the name of their Some enemies? Some other big threat, yeah. Oh, yeah, the... So, something. It's like degenerates, people. but not degenerates. Yeah. It's something in that ball spa- ballpark, right? Yeah. Ball space. Yeah. Jesus but still, Christ. I mean, the I mean, the fact that half the universe or whatever disappears... Mm. You're like, uh... Well, theoretically, half of them might have been snapped away, too. Maybe they just got snapped. They didn't know what's going on. Because remember, all this, all this really went down on Earth, uh, on Titan, and what other planet? Uh, there were nowhere. There were kind of the only three places this went down. The rest of it happened kind of in like middle of nowhere space. Yeah. What do you mean? You're talking. You're talking about like the whole the uh, the lead ups to the snap. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, no, because if didn't don't they talk about how Thanos had like conquered thousands of worlds trying to find the Infinity Stone? Well, that's a good point. They had plenty of time to stop him before that point. Yeah, he was on the yeah yeah. yeah. That's but, before he I decided. Mean, Captain he was Marvel going was after the them. same situation. She didn't show up until the second movie because she was like, yeah, I mean, like there's other planets that I was helping out. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's not yeah. too hard to imagine that they just didn't know or mm. didn't care or were too bothered with something else. Hell, technically, they all could have been snapped. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just saying before. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Like you said. Yeah. Uh, we'll Fair see. Enough. Either way, we'll find out soon. We're finally getting yeah. back into the Marvel part of the year very shortly. I mean, we're only like, what, a week and a half away from Loki? Yeah, finally. Ooh. You're right. Ooh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's so, I mean, we're into right? the. Uh, uh, what is it? It's the fourth, right? Or no, it's. No, it's the seventh. Seventh. Yeah, because it was a weird Wednesday. start. There was like a Monday. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. week and a half. So yeah, I think it's the Monday. It's, the it's Wednesday. Sounds about right. Wednesday. It's okay. Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Not instead of Friday. Yeah. Either way, exciting times, man. Uh, yep. All right. So, King of the Nerds. Uh, we've been establishing for a while that Henry Cavill seems to be on a campaign for that title forever. Yeah. Right. Now he has joined yet another nerdy franchise. Uh, which is rebooting the Highlander. Yeah. Which is one of those like cult following movies from the eighties that there's not a massive fan base, but the people that love the law love that world. Yeah. I don't so, know. And I've never seen it. I, I had a what? feeling you wouldn't, what? but where's Hooch at on this? 
Oh no, yeah, I've seen Highlander. Yeah. With, uh, um, Have you ever heard anyone yell out Ramirez? I've not. I've, I have heard. Isn't there the there can only be one from that? There can only be one. There can only be one. Yeah. yeah okay. So the idea yeah. is basically there's these immortals that uh, you know can kind of end up on Earth, and uh, yeah, basically there can only be one is kind of the catchphrase, if you will. Uh, where basically as they murder each other, they become even more powerful, but they're all immortal. And it turns out the big prize, if you can kill all the other ones, is that you can actually become mortal and die, right? Which is what. That's for some prize. reason all of them want. Well, the thing is, they kill each other. So it's just like, well, didn't can you just let the other yeah, guy just, kill you yeah. if you really want to die? Exactly. Like, just cut off your head yeah. and then you're good to go. You know, otherwise, because it's yeah. only cutting off the head, right, Hooch? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it myself. Um. So it was, uh, what's his name? Christopher. God, there's so many Chris's in Hollywood now. Wasn't that Christopher Lambert was the uh, yeah, the actor Lambert. who played the main role? And then uh, in the second Lambert. one, we actually had uh, Sean Connery. Uh, was he yes. uh, psychic? Do they even yeah. like know that that's the prize that they're fighting for? I can't remember. Certainly yeah. after the first one, you know that because then, like the third one's interesting because there's like a massive time jump. He's an old man. He's aging, and then all of a sudden, like a new one shows up from wherever, mm-hmm. and then he kills that one. And then, like, he's all young, youngified he's again. Because young obviously, yeah. uh, you know, it's all starting the loop over. And the sun was fucked, so they put a big red shield around the planet. That was a weird one. I, I wouldn't recommend three. Um, <laughs> Highlander one and two, pretty great though. Yeah, because three was like futuristic, right? It was yeah. in the future or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was in the future when it was made. It was probably equi- equal to like 2003. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like the first one's probably one of the best ones because it's got like him growing up in like the Scottish Highlands, um, you know, before he sort of comes to the modern world. So yeah, it's it's a fun thing. But like Henry Cavill is going to be coming in for the reboot and uh, he wants that uh, he wants that main character, man. Why wouldn't you though? Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, I'm, to be Geralt but, and uh, the Highlander, like I mean, why not just be Captain Swordsman? Do you know what I mean? Like he's going after that title too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what I, other movies would he have to be cast in to be the King of the Swords? He'd have to be D'Artagnan <laughs> in a reboot of the uh, Three Musketeers. Is that a different type of swordplay though? Right? What are you inferring? I don't know. No, like the, <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. Inferring. We're not talking about friends, okay? the porn version. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not sword fighting like at the urinal. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying like because normally he's it's like the two handed sword type, you know. Uh, oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. He's capital. He's capital. Oh Jesus, I can't. Wait. He's capitalizing uh, on his training. I, to yeah, use I think that. that weapon, yeah, really. I mean, I still remember one of the most badass stories about him was that he, before he even got the role of Witcher, he took sword classes because he wanted to. He wanted to make sure that if he got the role, um, that he, he wanted was, to be yeah. fucking perfect with it. So props to him. He's yeah. definitely been influenced by hanging out with Cruz on the MI5. He oh, openly yeah, says sure. that the like he's like yeah man like getting those skills for roles and like doing it yourself like it's it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Highlander Two was the one that took place in the future. Uh, oh, was it really? I thought it was yeah. three. Damn. Okay. And it was it was twenty twenty four. So I oh, wasn't God. too far off. Yeah. It's I like, mean, so ooh. far we're on track. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> now, here's some good news. Uh, Disney Plus, we are going to be returning to Wakanda pretty soon. So that is awesome news. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be heavily focused on 
Okoye, but my understanding from this, and it's different stories say different things. So Wakanda Forever is coming out July 8th, 2022. The Disney Plus series centered around this will be after that, we think. But my understanding, Hooch, is that this is a prequel. It's supposed to be on the up and coming of Okoye. Is that right or wrong? Really? I don't know. I, the only thing I read about it was that it was just Denai Guerrero reprising her role as Okoye. And it's just like, yeah, there's no like strong details yet, but it is going to be um, a, a Coogler, right? Ryan Coogler's going to be doing it. Yep. Uh, and, you know, there's just a lot of positive, like, you know, feedback from it. Like, oh, yeah, we think it's going to do well because it's, you know, he understands what he's doing. He's a great, great director and things like that. But, like, yeah, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and this are going to heavily focus on Okoye or she's going to be focused in it. Like the, the TV show definitely is going to be focused on Okoye. Mm. Um, but while Black Panther 2 is just, she's just going to be back in it. Yeah. So um, if it's focused on Okoye, I don't think you can do a prequel that makes sense without Chadwick Boseman. That's the problem. Is yeah, that if they're point. doing the, like the rise, I mean, the love story, I guess, of her and her, her partner as well. Like, I mean, you could do well, that. You could go that route for sure. Yeah. But well, the, doing the, that without ever showing, you know, T'Challa seems weird well don't forget that she didn't you know t'challa was the black panther but you know t'chaka was still king that's true so she would have been protecting t'chaka the other um dora were were escorting uh t'challa whenever he went somewhere but she as you know the 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 primary general and leader of the door would have been right next to t'chaka yeah, it's just going to feel like super obvious. It's like, oh, okay, they shot it this way to, uh, you know. I mean, this this is what the Avengers does, right? I mean, it's always it's always the argument of comic book movies as well, where it's just like, yeah, but why wouldn't the Avengers show up? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, why wouldn't that character be there? Like, they always write, like, some cheesy reason as to why all the backup support that they need to very quickly and easily solve this problem are just conveniently, you know, indisposed. Gone. So yeah. yeah, it's easy to run around, I guess, but still, it feels like it'd be the the wrong way to go. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't think a prequel would be the right idea. I, I personally don't yeah. find her as interesting enough of a character to center around, but I could easily be wrong. I just you are. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not personally. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just gonna man on her. The Dora, the Dora themselves, like the Dora Milaje, that is something that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, What's so cool about them, he, he, other than the fact that they're well trained? Uh, they're Amazons, they are, basically. They're they're, they're yeah, they are Amazons. Super, yeah, they're super well trained. Um, you know, and they're actually a little bit more because they also they do. I'm trying to think. Of anything. So they protect the king. They're like the the royal guard. They they do all sorts of stuff. Like they they go on like a lot of times. Sometimes they have to go out and keep the peace kind of thing it's 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 great it's just a lot of the stuff that they wind up um talking like i've heard about with the dora and the fact that they're just badass i mean they, <laughs> yeah they're they like they're badasses. like the navy seals of wakanda yeah they are yeah. badasses i just don't know if i like would watch them. look when when you're tasked with protecting someone who has supernatural powers mm-hmm. right and so the 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 introduction of the black panther in marvel comics is him inviting the like the avengers to wakanda to kick the crap out of him 
<laughs> well, I mean, I saw them like, kick the yeah. crap out of, uh, you know, the boys in, whatchamacallit, uh, Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. What? Said again? Or, you mean, uh, oh, you mean Falcon in and Winter Soldier. Civil War? No. Wait, are you talking? Oh, you talking about yeah, the, oh, the, the door? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you saw them come yeah, yeah, in yeah, and, yeah, and the they clean shop. Like, they're, they're legit, obviously. They're badasses, but... I don't know. Yeah, it's just I. I guess well, it's subjective. I just am not. I don't find her as like, like a huge narrative drive for me. Yeah, each to their own, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong, but each to their own. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I just want them All to bring right, so, back uh, what's his face, Michael B. Jordan as as um, Black Panther. That's all, I, that's all I care about. No. Wait, yeah. But no, what do you mean? No. You were. Yeah. I thought you were on board. Yeah. With this you plan were now. on board with that. Uh, no. 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 I was just Betrayer. saying. No, like that's not the only thing I want. I want the Dora. I want a story about the Dora. I want a story about the Wakanda. Well, they have one. Dora the, Wakandans, the Explorer. You the can go country, watch that on Nickelodeon, dude. The, the oh, Dora <laughs> The Dora Explorer. Actually, you know what? I. I. My kids. Did, I did I did take them to go see the mm. the door movie when it came out. <laughs> that is a hell of an idea for a Disney Plus series, though. It's just uh, they team up with cable, so they have the body slide uh, devices, yeah. and they literally just yeah, they just go exploring door exploring. I, I'll be I watch it door <laughs> door. Yeah, just cable Deadpool Dora's. and the Dora Malaji. Yeah, there you go. Fuck the yes, Dora's the explorers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, let's take a visit over to the nerdy casting couch. So, uh, our old mate Shooter McGavin, mm-hmm. who understands that reference? I know that oh, from Happy Gilmore. Oh, should. Yeah. There you go. So, Christopher McDonald uh, has been added into the cast of Marvel's Secret Invasion. Nice, dude. Yep. So, we have has no he- idea as to who he's going to be playing as yet, but he'll be joining yeah. Olivia Colman, uh, Kingsley Benadier, Amelia Clark, and Killian Scott. I mean, the only time I've seen him in things, cast. he's a, like a pretentious asshole. Like, he plays he's a, a pretentious dick. asshole. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Has he ever played like a good guy? He's always a dick. Yeah, I mean, it's he true. plays the part well. So, I mean, like, props to him. He's got a bad case of dick face too. <laughs> do you know does, what I mean? Like you look yeah, at him and go, yeah, that guy's definitely a dick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he does. Um, he's probably like the nicest guy. He just looks <laughs> he, probably is, he probably is. It's like uh, Jeremy Renner who has like resting Colin face. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So I yeah, think that true. like I imagine he's probably gonna play play like some asshole like high up in the military or something like that. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Very, very possible. Uh, Now, this is a really cool story. So uh, quite often when they take something from a game and put it into uh, like a real product, a real life movie or TV show, whatever, uh, they leave the original voice actors behind. And they say, no, no, we want Hollywood power behind this. So Last of Us has got one of its characters. uh, So Merle Dandridge or Merle. Is it Merle? How do you say say his name directly? Merle. Hey, Merle. 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 What was that from? Yeah. Merle was character in Walking uh, Dead, Walking right? Walking Dead, yeah. Merle and Durl. Yeah, it was Yondu's brother. Yeah. Or oh, was it Yondu? Yondu? Was he Merle? No. It was, it Yondu. was Yondu himself. He was Merle. It was yeah. Yondu himself, yeah. Mary Poppins, yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she is going to be uh, reprising the same character that she played in the video game uh, in the live-action TV show. So I really love that they did this. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, still should have been... Uh, Nathan Fillion, but that's okay. That's uh, hey, people really have a hard on for. I mean, I I do like him as an actor. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great no. I realize I'm talking about the wrong project actor. anyway. I'm mixing all my uh, nerd rage at the moment. I'm thinking about Uncharted because I saw the Uncharted, <laughs> Uncharted little movie. two second thing. Yeah. That's been, I've just had him on my mind all week. Still great. No, I was talking about um, uh, the other guys. We're talking about what was it Nicolaj Falau? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, old mate. 
Sister Vodka from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yeah. Walder Costa. Walder Costa, Costa. yeah, that guy. I still think it should be him. Uh, Anyway, is what it is. So that's cool news. I think I really do like that casting because, you know, why it's not broken don't fix it to make it happen exactly uh the green lantern tv show they seem to be in full-blown casting mode at the moment so the first show is now being confirmed we'll have uh 10 one hour long episodes on hbo max when it releases Mm -hmm. and they're going to be borrowing the directors from superman and lois for two episodes out of the gate um so they don't have permanent directors, which I guess is not that uncommon for TV. But I am no. curious why them. Because you said the Lois and Clark TV show is not bad, Hooch. Super, Superman and Lois? I saw the first two episodes and I thought it was pretty good. I but just, you know what? You I didn't, didn't get go back going. for the third and fourth and fifth. I didn't go back for the third and fourth and fifth because they were hour-long episodes mm-hmm. and I didn't and have they, time they to dedicate to it. Because there were other Are you going to, shows. though? Are they at that level whether you go, I will watch more? or? I I want to, but like... I I just don't have the time right now. Okay. I literally didn't watch anything. If this something week. is good enough, you make the time for it. I know how much mm. MHA you played. If you really want to, this is spoken watch by it, someone who is not married, it. has no kids, is still I, I, that's in school. Said, that's why I said if you were, exactly. if I know how much MHA it, you played, if you really wanted to watch it, that's a good point. You could watch that's it. a good point. Is uh, MHA can throw on in the background and be like, I was actually focusing on work stuff. Oh, that, oh yeah, that's right. Just so you guys know, because anyone that doesn't know this MHA acronym you guys are talking about, yeah. things you're talking about, like some kind of date rape drug. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I took a lot of MHA. Lot of too, too, too much of the weekend. Wrecked. I'm so fucked, bro. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. For some reason, my butt hurts. Uh, MHA is My Hero Academia. It's a game, mobile game that we're going to be talking about in the next section. But um, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, but you do have the very nice and convenient excuse of, well, that's actually kind of your job this week, anyways. So yeah, well, for the next couple of weeks, oh yeah, I'm gonna be doing, next couple yeah. of weeks. So I guess you get yeah. kind oh, of a oh darn. There. Yeah, every time you guys log on, I'm so busy. It's just like please. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. To to be to be completely honest, like, but not only am I doing you know that deconstruction thing, I also have taken on a heck of a lot more responsibilities at work because I'm angling to change um, your position, uh, career yeah. paths. Yeah. So as a as a result of that, you have to basically prove you can do both jobs. For a certain amount of time before they just say, "All right, we'll only take you can take the better one now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Therefore, you must play love MHA. It. Now, I'm really curious as to where Hebrew stands on this because uh-huh. Hebrew Hebrew doesn't like it when they recast uh, people or something else in the universe. Yes, yeah. oh, yeah, so Craven the Hunter. What do you What do you think of the Craven the Hunter announcement? Um, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't, oh, you don't know I the didn't story know who yet. Craven the Hunter was was the problem. Spider-Man villain. He's a Spider-Man villain, yeah. But he's getting his own movie uh, is happening. So he's like a legendary hunter. Mm-hmm. So that's why he ends up getting curious about Spider-Man. Just like, well, I will hunt this Spider-Man. You know, he doesn't talk like that, but... You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you imagine. Now, now he does. Okay. So... Yeah. So the person that they cast as Craven the Hunter mm-hmm. was Quicksilver in um, Avengers 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a Quicksilver. The dog. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Like any any kind of recasting. If if they're already landmarked in the universe, unless they were like just a voice actor, you know, because like we have mm-hmm. that for um, what's his face, the voice of Thanos. Uh, what's his name? Because he also Brolin. Plays, yeah. Brolin. Well, he was the CG captured as well. Hmm. 
Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. like, but you wouldn't know it. Like, you know his voice, but you can't, like, physically see him. So I think that, like, in mm. those situations, it's okay. If, like, something is, like, it's it's hidden enough that you're not going to be able to know, then whatever. I don't care about mm-hmm. that. But if it's well, just straight up the same person, then I have a problem with it. There's actually if a fun question. question. If Marvel owned mm-hmm. uh, that product at the time instead of Fox, mm-hmm. do you think Feige and that would have ever let that happen? No, I don't think. No, they wouldn't have uh, with the two different Quicksilvers. No, I mean with Cable and Thanos. Oh, I, I think that they might have. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that they no. would have. But like, I don't know. If I don't think they could have because they. they no, uh, yeah, uh, the filming time for those was very similar because they came out like the same month. It was like February that year. You had Infinity War, and you had Deadpool two, like at the same time in the cinemas. Yeah. Well, one or yeah. like back to back. They're very, they're really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, it's, yeah, it's that's a very, actually a good question. I, don't think I wonder it if they would have done it. First move to do that, but no. I, I don't think that they no, would have no, been no. actively against it either. Yeah. Well, I mean, how how often have they? I think we I know we just talked about Gemma Chan, right? Mm-hmm. Playing two two roles in in the MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I'm not um, a fan of that. Well, I mean, Minerva was pretty side piece. I mean, she I think was. we probably knew more. Minerva stuff because of Marvel Strike Force. Yeah. I think yeah. most people wouldn't even know her character's name was Minerva. Yeah, or known that she was like a player this, in the in the MCU. Yeah, I thought mm. they made. I thought they didn't anyway. But so this technically though is not part of the MCU. Well, that's actually Craven a good point. Is, yeah, th- that's true. This this one this yeah. case is obviously a little bit yes. different. Yeah, Craven is Spider Man, which is owned by Sony. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure a deal will exist one day, and then how Marvel resolves that as canon versus non-canon, yeah, I think will be decided after the Venom sequel. Because but they do have the ways, you know, with the multiverse to make anything make sense in some way. Well, they've said that this definitely exists in a different universe, and you're right, right that the whole Spider-Verse thing means that like a Spider-Man could come up in this world, right? And you could have a different one, and then you know Holland comes over to say, hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, who knows what's gonna happen in freaking uh, Far From Well, no, uh, No Way Home. Yeah, with all the different. Right. Shit well, that that's a good have. point. I mean, that yeah, they're bringing in everybody. Yeah. So we don't have it, but did you hear? Apparently, I, I saw an article that apparently uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is going to is supposed to be the villain. So I read that a long time ago, but I didn't see yeah. that confirmed. Um, no. Well, that in itself is interesting, though, because if they're doing the multiverse thing, then it's either suggesting that he either somehow he lived in the first mm-hmm. one uh, or mm-hmm. that there's just, you know, Norman Osborn in every universe is kind of a dick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so far, that's what really happens, right? How many Norman Osborns are there that, that aren't? It's yeah. The- well, in some of them, they, they start he starts off quite noble. But I mean, I think we were discussing this on the pod a while back that there were suggestions that from some of the Easter eggs especially the Avengers Tower Easter egg that mm-hmm. suggests that uh, with Tony gone, he steps up to basically say, okay, we're going to, uh, you know, take a, a bit of Tony's resources and we're going yeah. to, you know, Fill save the world and, and like yeah. replace the superheroes that are gone now. So the whole yeah. Dark Avengers thing has been talked about as a possibility because that's right. We're talking about it because of Agent America. Yeah. Because he was in the... Uh, I don't know if they called themselves the Avengers. I think they were called something else. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, though. The Revengers? No. 
the, the Revengers. <laughs> you weren't avenging. Where you is that you. series, by the way? Just have Korg, Meek, and Valkyrie, um, and mean, Thor just ripping shit. around the universe. Oh, goddamn right. Day, so yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I know we talked about it, but somebody was was asking the difference between uh, the the Australian accent and the New Zealand accent, and you yep. had explained it, and like your definition of it was perfect. And I could not remember what you had said specifically to like the the, the major distinction. Uh, well, I know the analogy that I made that someone agreed with was that basically that the Kiwis are the Canadians to Australia's America. I remember that. <laughs> that we're, de- we're definitely on average bigger dickheads than they are. Yeah. And they're a lot it more progressive some- and have a lot more um, social justice and that sort of stuff. It was something about like the speech pattern or, or inflection or something that you were you were mentioning. Almost like you said, like bouncers, all the bouncers that were that you met that were Kiwis were like had higher. Well, not so much Kiwis, but more so like because a lot of the New Zealanders, because there is a mix more in that country than there is in Australia. Because one of the big differences that happened between the two, here's a history lesson, ladies and gents, um, <laughs> that no one asked for. In Australia, <laughs> when the colonizers came from Britain. Uh, basically murdered and subjugated the locals. Now, they tried to do that in New Zealand, uh, but the Maori tribe were like, go fuck yourself, and many of the others as well, (laughs) and they just absolutely flogged them to the point where they end up coming to an agreement to share the land. And that means that a lot of the the ways that they structure their government and power structure, it is like, you know, in schools, they do learn about both cultures, like genuinely, whereas... You know, in Australia, they pretend a lot of shit didn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of that um, happening over there. So they have a big pull and a big association with a lot of the tribes from the Pacific Islands. So, you know, you have your Samoans, Fijians, uh, Tongans. So a lot of those guys come over and become bouncers in Australia and New Zealand. So that's kind of where that stereotype comes from. And from what I've seen, okay. a lot of them end up being bouncers in, in uh, the US as well. Because oh, they're, yeah. they're massive, they're strong, they can instinctively, yeah. like, they're just, they're warriors, dude. They were built to just fuck shit up if they yeah. wanted to. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. why it's such a an interesting thing talking to them because they're usually the most loving, like, you know, hilarious, like, really kind people. Like, that's always been my experience with them until that switch goes, <laughs> in which case they, they are the Incredible Hulk as human beings. Like, they will fuck shit up up right yeah it is because that voice does not add up you know and that's exactly what taika watiti said about cork it's like it's the perfect voice because like this sweet oh hey man uh you having a good day there and then all of a sudden bang you know yeah they punch you through three buildings you know i can never hear that voice and not laugh it's just like the most wholesome voice i've ever heard in my entire it is that's that's exactly what is it it belies the furious nature of of the the beast in front of you like and and that's why they're, they're it's such an interesting contradiction that it's this massive hulking dude that has this very soft voice and generally probably a great dude. Um, but then, yeah, when it comes to violence and fighting for your own, yeah, they they will mess you up, bro. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Yeah. Thanks for the his- so, history yeah. lesson, Chew. History by Chew. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, it's a story of colonization, how white people fuck the world. There you it's, go. Uh, the you continuation. Know, or 2021, the documentary. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Craven. Um, 
It's not a. I don't think I would have done a lead Craven movie as one of my first choices. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Hebrew is devastated that it's still not a Gambit movie that keeps getting cancelled I, I mean, because, yeah, of course, it should be. I think that they're trying to figure <laughs> out like <laughs> they can't even get greenlit. They're they're waiting. They're waiting until they have like the pinnacle of directors ready to go. Like, because they're going to need a no, team. You need, I think it's directors. the casting. You're going to have that guy. I just don't know who that guy is for Gambit. Yeah, uh, we yeah, we had a true. laundry list before that we made. Did yeah, we? I don't think there was anyone that shook out of that and you went, oh, that's perfection. There was a couple of guys like, oh, yeah. maybe he could pull it off, yeah. you know? I'll tell you who it's not. It's Taylor Kitsch, the guy that they had to cut for it last yeah. time in Origins. <laughs> Oof, Definitely not. It was bad. Definitely not that fucker. But yeah, we'll that's see. it. Good times. All right. So because we are not doing a We Played We Saw this week, I'm just going to do a quick thank you to all of our patrons right out of the gate. So thank you to every single one of you. So thanks to our supporter tier first. To Ox5, Batbutt, Captain Jeepus, Goat, Lunchbox, Alan K, Steve, Dave, Corey F, and X23. Thank you to all of you. To the fanboys, Mad Dog, Dadgerek, Commander Hansen, uh, Unhinged, Flexipotamus, Matt Bloody, Simon L, Incorrect User, Rockstar, Dan1387, Snorlax Hunter64, JJ Orbits, Curtis the Greek, Swain Hammer, Jamie, Real East, To Beat a Viking, Metalhead, Lily4006, uh, Zateotech, Chief, LFC Avenger, Tick, Matches Malone, Lucky Maddie, Tori, PMAC32, Masamune, Farm Geek, Duckman, Alex Della, Troy Ellington, and a big thank you to um, uh, Roku or Connor. Uh, mate, big apologies. He actually upgraded his tier a few weeks ago, boys, and uh, unfortunately, Patreon did not tell me about this. So thank you very much for your support, mate. We really appreciate everything you do for us. To the dedicated tier, so to Nightside, Abyssarium, Captain Hammer, DJB306, Hobbs, Tuggernuts, Andrew G, Domino, Paul Puck, Beer God, Corvino, Mookie, Grimnos, Justin Beer, Gimme Scotch, and Del Runnin. And of course, to the guys that really help us stay on the air. Without you, we would be gone. Uh, and that is the Multiverse Masters. So Agent Zero, Honeycombs, Silver Wolf, Bronzy, Jedi Matrosa, Slim, Neil Wybird, Wiley, Jackie246, Lord Keen, the Quixotic one himself, Moon, Judas95, Spark Zulu, Dragus, Kane, Creative Name, Kalmar, Lil Scrappy Doo, Namzia, Bearded Rooster, Blathman, and Kman216. Thank you to you all. Anything you guys want to add there? or? Oh, no, I was just listening to it. You know, it's funny, whenever you go through the list of names, I always pick out, like, the few. First of all, Quixotic one. Is there a story behind that? Or is that just... Yeah, so uh, Lord Keen has been a supporter um, of a couple of our podcasts for a very long time. Yeah, Great friend of the show. Yeah, so uh, at one point there, there was kind of like a running gag with a few of the guys that realized that Patreon, you could basically invent your own like subscription level. <laughs> <laughs> and they this. did it. And we're like, guys, we don't have like bonuses above Multiverse right. Masters. <laughs> And it's like, like, what do you guys want to do here? Like, do you want to like a custom shout out or something? Like, what can we do for mm-hmm. you? So Lord Keen um, had a couple of different things. So I think in his Star Wars games, he's known as the Imperator. And in other games, he calls himself the Quixotic One. So uh, okay. yeah, that's literally just, uh, we said, look, what else can we do for you since you've, uh, you know, gone a bit above and beyond there? And uh, and that was it. The Quixotic One. Well, that's solid. And then, we, and then also I always... Like, my ears always perk up whenever I hear Snorlax Hunter. Just because oh, yeah. Snorlax is my favorite Pokemon <laughs> of all time. So, like, me and him, mm. dude, we, we have a bond. I get it. You're he into the DBWs, man. <laughs> you hunt them actively. Dude, he's just the coolest Pokemon. Yeah. He's the, the Pokemon that he just is. doesn't give a fuck, dude. He's like, yeah, fuck man, this I saw a, uh, dance, that's it. 
I saw an awesome shiny um, Snorlax the other day, actually, on a trade. And I was like, oh, man, it's not in the set that I'm collecting. But mm-hmm. part of me is like, I don't care, man. That card is just sick. Dude, yeah, that's like, I think like him and Tyranitar and then also the uh, big like, um, what's it? He kind of looks like Snorlax, uh, but he's oh, he's like oh, a sumo wrestler King? one. No, not slow. Oh, uh, not Makuhita. It's... Um, or is it Makahita? I think it I'm is Makahita. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in that box. Either that, that's like the uninvolved version. Yeah. Um, I know who you're talking but about. His, it has the big boxing gloves. Yeah. Evolved version. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like Snorlax a little bit. Like those ones, all those big boys, dude, they're they're just fucking awesome, dude. They're so chill. I love it. Yeah, they are the uh, Samoan uh, bouncers of the Pokemon world. There you go. Exactly. They just want to chill and that's have it. a good time. Be nice. Absolutely. Actually, I got to send you a card we pulled this week. Uh, we found a, a random sort of promo pack that uh-huh. hasn't been out for a long time, just in a little bookshop. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we bought it, opened it, and uh, yeah, there was there was one promo card that we've always wanted, but we thought we missed it because it, uh, we sort of came into collecting way too late. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, this was one trainer card. The trainer's got like three Pokemon in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is Lucario. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it was a great card. So we googled it the other day. It's like it's going for like ninety to one hundred and twenty dollars at the moment. Damn, like shit. You gotta post so. those one those ones up whenever you find it. like the cool art ones. Like that's the coolest thing to yeah. me about the Pokemon cards. It's just like the cool fucking art that they have for those cards. Well, I'm thinking about because um, obviously I really want to get back into content. So one of the things that we're doing is it's not going to happen for a few months because unfortunately, just the way my life is, I have to scale back. So we're actually getting an editor for the show is the plan at the moment. Yeah. Uh, which we can 100% not afford. But um, so we're going to do that and that'll free up some time so that if work does kind of hit into a rhythm again, um, that what I'll probably do is uh, set up the camera next to the table uh, at the start of each Pokemon expansion mm-hmm. when my wife and I sit down and do the mass opening and just talk shit across the table and just record that as we open. Dude, I honestly think that's good because like I've always been a big fan of like openers because um, opener videos just because I feel like there's a lot of people that like that's what they love about doing about card collecting or even like gotcha pulling and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I think that it it actually like satisfies a lot of the craving of doing it yourself just to like watch someone else do it and who can afford to do it and stuff like that so it's just card opening asmr that's basically pretty pretty much yeah i love that noise oh what does it smell like (laughs) tell me yeah but you get to feel like that excitement of like the like oh shit like what card is that kind of thing so yeah it's pretty cool i like it i I would watch the card openings for sure and then, like, if you guys think it'll be a video that we want to put on the channel, I can I can go through like folder by folder of like what we've sort of collected so far. Oh yeah, just, I know, think that you just I literally think you should. I think that's that's cool shit. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, it'll get like eight views as as most of our recent efforts. But you know what? They're eight quality views. That's what that's true. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if anyone like only watched it for a couple minutes, it's like, oh, that's the card that made them come. Exactly. You know what I mean, exactly, like, that's yeah. the yeah. You got sure. them to completion. That's all that matters exactly that's it they reached their peak evolution yeah what do they call it now like mega not mega evolve what is it oh gmax oh giga giga evolve or no giga gigamax it's giga there a gigamax that's the one yeah i think it's gigamax, giga something yeah. where they get like you know the size of a fucking building yeah right yeah i really wish that they never nuts. did that i honestly am not a fan of that <laughs> i think it's so silly. i do actually i need to go back and play sword and shield man like i was never i know it's just so many other games came out it is on the, the very ever expanding list of shit i need to go back honestly and play like i mean so i, I, I have time. it and i played it through and honestly it's it's not as good as you'd think 
Really? I, Everyone raves about this one. I think that this is... Muggin and I had a big conversation actually on the Discord about this a while ago because like we're of mm-hmm. the same mind because uh, you know his kids play and he plays it by default as well. And it's right. just the same recycled shit over and over again and there's really nothing innovative in between them. Um, so like... Yeah, there's only been well, Arceus is coming up. Of innovation. Like that one looks a little cooler. This year cooler. or next year? Yeah, that one does look a little yeah. cooler because it was like... If I remember correctly, that was the one that was kind of like set before, Right. Yeah, it's set in longer ago, and it's the more sort of open world. It looks like yeah. Breath of the Wild, the Pokemon edition. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've all said like so many times now. There's so much, so many more styles of game Dude. that you could do with Pokemon. I mean, like I can't Absolutely. believe that they have not invested more into it. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we need Craven Pokemon. the Hunter uh, in Pokemon, just like going <laughs> out and actually like he's a he's an active poacher because you don't really hear about those That's stories. True. Like it's probably a bit too dark for the Pokemon universe. Like That's true, but it's you know, so someone real. goes out and like. You know, there's a there's a um, black market in like uh, in the skins. Pokemon universe for like Rhyhorns. Yeah, horns, Rhyhorns, you know? Charmander skins or t- tails or whatever or something like that. Yeah, Fanfy tusks. You know. Yeah, I could totally, I could totally. That'd be actually a really cool situation too. I wish that they really would evolve the series like for grownups as well, dude. Like, because we're evolving with. Would the, you? I mean, like, you wasn't there a dark YouTube Pokemon thing like ages ago where like there actually was like Pokemon killing each other and shit. I swear to God, this was a I mean, thing like years ago. I'm sure there the is. I can I say have. with confidence that there is. The question is, is it good? Is the So here's the question I have. Would the counterfeit versions of those pieces be made from Ditto? Well, the counterfeit... What do you mean? You said you're talking about there's like a black market for uh, like horns and skins. I'm like, would the counterfeit ones be from Ditto? Oh, I see what you mean. Like that is sort of do a knockoff and then just cut pieces off the slime. Knockoff. Re- That's what I meant. It. Knockoff. Mm. Yes. I know what you mean. The knockoffs would be Ditto. But I think Ditto has uh, to be. Possible. I think Ditto has to be like. I don't think he can like cut off parts of himself. Well, he kind of looks were... like Nickelodeon Gak. So I mean, I can't. <laughs> he could. I don't. I don't know. I just... But then, like, would it act independently? Like, it might just be forever a glob. Then. I. Look, you guys are acting like 12-year-olds for so long I was getting bored, so I was trying to find something to hop in on. (laughs) (laughs) So you came through with that. All right, fair enough. (laughs) Solid. You know what a Pokemon guy? No, Pokemon came out when I was like... You have like like seven kids. You've definitely poked some moms in your time, bro. (laughs) I've never... some moms. I'm Pokemon, get it? (laughs) Yeah, I do. There's two types of people that I see in this world, and there is Pokemon lovers and non-Pokemon lovers. Yeah, people who love life yeah, and people exactly. who, people who uh, yeah. are, call it Pokemon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> shit like that. That's, that's Poke- Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go was my first like exposure to playing a Pokemon game. Well, because, there's a problem right there. Well, when did Pokemon come out? Oh, fucking like, 1999? Maybe mm-hmm. earlier? Yeah, well, it was probably like a little bit earlier than that. I was, yeah, I was much older by then. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was in my early 20s, mid 20s mm-hmm. by then. Still, yeah, I wasn't touching I mean, Pokemon at that point. Like, I would play, I mean, I would play you guys, Pokemon right now. So I, I, I would play Pokemon but, right yeah, now. Yeah, I'd play right now. There's, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would drive to Hebrew's house with a Game Boy Link table and trade him right now. <laughs> there's, there's a difference between growing up with Pokemon and carrying it into adulthood versus getting but attached to it But I could still, like, if there was another an franchise that was similar to Pokemon, like, I could still imagine if it was compelling enough. Yeah, I it's weird that this is the hill that you die on here, Hooch, because, like, no. so many <laughs> things that we're into, most, yeah. like, other non-nerds would just go, you fucking child. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're watching a cartoon. <laughs> like they'd see anime in the same sphere. 
no, I was, I was just, you guys were just geeking out over it. How could so you I not? just wanted Most to give you some it. shit. I, I'm just, it's just never been a thing that I was like super into. And it doesn't mean I wouldn't, if I got into it, be like, oh my God. See, see I'd probably be like, oh, oh, forget Pokemon. Do you guys do, did you play this one? Oh, what about this one and that one? And what do you do with it? Yeah, there's, it's entirely possible that that would be the case. So maybe that's why I've stayed away let from me, it. Let me ask you this. I know I don't want to fall if into that If you could pit. pick one like world. I know we've had this question asked tons of times. But I, I just don't remember what your answer was. Mm-hmm. If we could have one like animated world come to life, you aren't guaranteed to be anyone specific in the world. You're just in the world. What would it be? I don't know, but I don't think it would be Pokemon. Dude, Pokemon I've would seen... be my number one instant. <laughs> Probably my favorite. Dude, like, because everyone in there, like, everyone, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, you can fucking be a Pokemon master, dude. You just got to have the heart to do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like in that world, like, there's a there's as many, like, failed Pokemon master attempters like there is with, like, unemployed <laughs> actors that are waitresses. Do you know what I mean? But, like, but I feel like the, I feel like that'd be that thing in that world. I feel like more of the failure is, like, more obviously on you at that point, though. Like, the barriers of society are really kind of hell-bent on you yourself and how you interact with your with your Pokemon or capture your Pokemon mm. or whatever. So there's less oh, of this government. There's so influence. much about Pokemon society that's like hilarious. Because you know what I mean? Like, because there's so many Pokemon that are objectively shit. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, but then like, you're like, because I can imagine like you'd be on like Tinder. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you get like women going, oh, he's into Diglets. No, I'm out. You know, <laughs> like there's, there's so many little things and nuances that I'd love to see a fleshed out Pokeverse mm-hmm. of like, you know, this the full blown society about how that all works. But including the dark side like there's no way that there is not pokemon poachers yeah i agree and peter would be peter would be all up in everyone's shit for sure oh bro we'd have problem with that (laughs) yeah well that's that's the difference between that world and this world see they they just throw animals at people is peter yeah to defend other animals (laughs) yeah so they've they use the enforced slavery of animals to (laughs) stop the murder of other animals so wait wait hold on i thought the pokemon had to choose to be captured like you could no, you beat them into submission to be captured yeah you beat them into submission and then when they're almost unconscious you throw <laughs> then, a hard plastic yeah. ball at their face and trap them and inside yell a, at them. A, like a five inch <laughs> yeah. ball while you mash their b button because that makes it more likely they'll stay in there you know <laughs> and then if they still have have enough strength to, to try to get away yeah. then you, Do you know i think i've turned I, I think ball. i've turned i think i've turned hooch this this, this whole concept is fucked <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it can can get pretty dark if you look at it too realistically but yeah (laughs) oh but i think they should i think they absolutely should i think it would be much about that take i mean like they they did try to jump in on that a little bit with detective pikachu but honestly that's true was pretty garbage so they didn't do a good job it was good did you say garbage yeah he said garbage what the fuck the fuck is your problem dude it was so i honestly don't remember why it was bad now because it's been so long and i didn't care about it because it had it someone in the Smith family that wasn't Will acting. Dude, I, I straight well, Ju- up, I didn't even know that that was... Isn't it Justice Smith? Isn't that one but of he's his? Not, he, no, no. I was about to say, I, was like, I didn't even know that that was someone that, that was a Smith. No, I thought Justice not. Smith he's was not. related to Will Smith somehow. Am I wrong? Mm-mm. No. Whoa. I swear to God, he's like an uncle or like a fucking... I thought there was something here. All right. I didn't think there was. All right. There you go. Wrong. He fucking looks <laughs> yeah. like Jaden. <laughs> We don't well, like sorry, Jaden then, not Jaden now. Jaden now looks like, I don't know, he saw a Lady Gaga video once and just went, yeah, I can make that happen. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Yeah, he was. I remember I saw him in a, a music video like five or six years ago, and I was like, oh shit, stuff went downhill for this guy. This is weird. <laughs> I mean, I say stuff yeah, went downhill. His mom but... started a podcast and like made his dad basically sit there while she described all the dudes she cucked. Yeah, and, yeah, that's that's fuck me. I forgot about that. That's, God damn it, mom. <laughs> that shit's real. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I still say. I mean, like I, I say, something went wrong in his life, but at the same time, his life is infinitely better than mine. I'm sure. So, um, right, <laughs> fair. Um, but you didn't, you didn't like the world that they set up in Detective Pikachu. I thought the way that like seeing them in in real life was awesome, dude. I, I remember had so many well, nerd moments think in there. That I so it's it's honestly like hard for me to remember exactly the things that I didn't like about it. I did. I think I did like the fact of seeing them kind of weaved into society like that part i liked but there was a lot of aspects about the movie i did not like at all i just don't i just genuinely don't remember because yeah a lot of the plot sucked and a lot of the acting was pretty questionable but then i kind of i put it in the same place as ready player on the movie Mm -hmm. in that like there's so much nerd references that i don't think you can hold nerd credentials and not like it Mm -hmm. but it's still objectively not a great movie yeah well i guess that's but for me i i highly enjoy it and will watch it you know, when I got free time. So I it's one of those kind of, yeah. For me, it's just like, it, I, I see it as like wasted potential because I wish that like, it, mm. I wish it would have been better. Uh, that way it, they would have ex- been able to actually expand on it because like that's not going to get yeah. a sequel and it certainly isn't going to spur off like any more, you know, at least not for a while, like any more desire for a live action um, Pokemon movie. It's kind of like ha- what happened with Dragon Ball. I thought it did pretty well. Um Pokemon movie, I thought it did really well. It, it yeah, sold it did well, really well. I think it did terrible. Well, oh, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, <laughs> neither do you. It's kind of like, oh, what does the really? tomato mean to say? This is normally how we resolve these things okay. on yeah. this podcast. Oh, yeah, the tomato yeah, yeah. Meter. yeah. Let me touch enhance, enhance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rotten Tomato says, I really aware <laughs> this podcast. Why the fuck did I buy a mechanical keyboard? That's the real question <laughs> people should be asking. It's the worst fucking choice. Because all you can hear is Pornhub.com. <laughs> I typed it in wrong. That's why it sounds uh, like Actually, you know what? It did way wrong. better than I thought it did. 67%. 79 with the audience, though. Yeah, 79. You know, what, what do the critics know? That number on the left. Fuck them. I think that's honestly high for what I remember the movie was. Wouldn't surprise like me. 60, but I mean, then again, they've got all the, it'd I'd be made see. up of all the critics would be like, hooch, going, fucking Pokemon. Yeah. What are you, eight? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. Like, yeah, the, the critic age is probably something that you'd need to take into account for it. But I don't know. Yeah. I, well, Sonic the Hedgehog was apparently did worse than this. I thought Sonic did well. No? Sonic was 63 for the critics that's still but like 93 93 with fans though that's still not that bad i mean the the fan one is is that's very high but um like yeah in the 60s and above though is like is it that's a tomato like i mean that's worth seeing typically so yeah I don't, maybe i don't, I don't know bad, but. there's so many different like things out there it seems like you know why waste your time on a 50 percenter maybe you know I mean, but either way, Met- I mean, Metacritic for gaming is broken now too because it yeah. can be so easy oh, yeah. manipulated. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we were about to end the show like twenty minutes ago. Now <laughs> I know, right? That's all right. Thanks. Well, because we're not doing a we played, we saw. I'm giving us leeway. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. find fun conversations if we find them. Fair, so. fair. 
All right, right, boys, let's wrap this one up. We're going to be bringing out our gaming app later on in the week. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, But until then, thank you very much, Hebrew Hammer. Yep, thank you. Thank you to Dehooch. Anytime. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.